44 degrees outside the Apple Tree Automotive Superstore Studios. Welcome into First News on 570. We turn now to Mr. Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast and thepetecallenershow.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am doing well, Mark. How are you today? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. So I caught yesterday's podcast and... Um, as all good people should. Yes, thank you. Well, as, right, right. And it's available uh, on all the major uh, podcast platforms and the minor ones as well. But I would encourage you to go to thepetecallendershow.com to find it first. Um you did something with jobs yesterday that I thought was pretty interesting because it it kind of flushes out some confusion on what is considered a job and when is a job no longer considered a job, <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, and it mainly has to do with what's going on with the Keystone XL pipeline. Right. So this was part of the uh, the raft of executive orders that the president signed uh, within the first you know 48 hours of taking office. And one of them was to halt the permits for the Keystone Pipeline. And uh, there was a fact check that was done by PolitiFact. And I saw it at WRAL, which they're partnered up with the PolitiFact people. And uh, they decided to fact check literally a Facebook post from some random user (laughs) on Facebook who posted some meme about how the cancellation of this permit is going to cost 11,000 jobs. It'll destroy 11,000 jobs and roughly $2 billion in wages. And so they wanted to know, like, how dare this person, because it got slapped with a Facebook, you know, warning, don't read this, you may be getting misinformation. And so they, so PolitiFact goes about to fact check this to find out where do these numbers come from? Well, the numbers come from the company that is building the pipeline. And so they're like, look, this is what's going to happen, 11,000 jobs. And they're like, well, we rate this as half true. And they rated it as half true. Because they said the jobs are just temporary jobs, which anybody who understands how construction work is done, of course, it's a temporary job. It's a project, right? You go to work at the site, you work on that project, and then when the project is done, that job is done. You then go to another project and you work on that other project. So it's not half true. It's completely true that if you cancel that project... There is no longer any job that's going to work on that project. But because the people doing PolitiFact, they think that a job is, you know, somebody hiring you for a long term. And this is what the job is. And I'll just find different projects for you. Like some construction outfits work like that, but some are just general contractors. They pick up laborers. So this the, the concept of what is a job and what is a temporary job, that, like it's not half true to point out that the work that got canceled will cost 11,000 jobs. That's according to the company that is doing the work. And they are the ones that would hire these construction workers to do that work. No job, no job. That's how that works. Um, It's not half true. As I said yesterday on the podcast, Uh, the PolitiFact people are just half ignorant. That's all. (laughs) So when when people, you know, I, I think this leads to some confusion when people hear about job numbers and job creation numbers it seems like both sides are talking from two different perspectives on what these job numbers actually are. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure why they, well, I am sure. I I do know why they decided to fact check this. It's because they had already done so. And they're very keen to point out that, you know, this isn't the full context. And I do find it interesting that when uh, they're doing fact checks of a position that might be disadvantageous to the uh, you know Democratic President Joe Biden, that now it's a half true, right? Well, 
it, it, because it lacks context. Well, why not just say it lacks context? It's true. It doesn't make it less true just because it's not uh, fully contextualized to your liking, right? Just because those jobs are, quote, temporary jobs because of the very nature of the work, that doesn't make the uh, the point uh, half true. That's that's your spin. That's your bias as the politifact fact checker, which is, you know, the whole concept of the fact-checking industry, I just object to in general. That's what journalism is supposed to be anyway. You're not right. supposed to have like a whole separate division that just looks right. at fact-checks. Like, you're a journalist. You're supposed to be doing that in the normal course of your job. Right. Yes. It's, it generally, it's kind of implied in the actual name of the position, right? Right, because I mean, then it makes... Yeah, it makes you wonder, well, what are all these other reporters doing if they're not part of the fact-checking division? Are you not right. fact-checking anything that you're reporting on? I mean, I'm being somewhat facetious. It's, just, it's it's a branding effort. But the bias to me on all of these fact-checking operations is in the stories, or I should say the comments or the data points that they choose to examine, right? They right. chose this post for some reason. Why do you think they chose it? They chose a random Facebook post about jobs destroyed. And look, Joe Biden, with these executive actions, what does he do? He did like 20 something of them, uh, like 33 total actions. But executive orders were like 21, 22 of the 33. I mean, this from the guy who said that, you know, we're a democracy. If you can't get the votes by uh, by executive order, uh, then you're going to do something. He said some of my Republican friends think like this and I don't. And uh, you can't do it all by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. Now, I'm not pulling this quote from, you know, Joe Biden's 40 year career, 50 year career. That's from October. That was on the right. campaign trail when he's talking to George Stephanopoulos, you know, saying, you know, that the uh, Trump's executive orders, this is signs of, um, you know, he's a dictator. Well, Biden has now eclipsed all of the previous presidents with the number of executive Obama. orders. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. He's at, 30, he's at 33. Obama had five in his first week. Donald Trump had four in his first week. Bill <laughs> Clinton had one in his first week. And George W. Bush had zero in his first week. Yeah. So like you said, the executive orders are at 21. The executive actions are at 33. So, yeah. um, and again, this, this happens when a president, doesn't matter which party it is, knows that they cannot get legislation pushed through Congress because even people in their own party don't agree with it and they're not going to side with them on it, essentially. Well, and that's the amazing part here is he's doing all of this with a Democratic-controlled House and Senate. Uh, right. So, right. Like, yeah. I, I would I would be more understanding of the approach if, if you knew he couldn't get stuff done in the Congress. But he has the Congress. He's just not even, he's not even interested in going to them first. It's amazing. Pete, we always appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, check out the PeteCallanderShow.com. That is the website. Pete Callender Show, available on uh, iTunes and iHeartRadio and all the major uh, podcast platforms. And Pete, we uh, will look forward to catching up next week. Thank you, Mark. Always appreciate it, man. You got it. 852, uh, let's get a check on weather and traffic.